Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for that update. We'll check in with you again. Right now, we're going to bring on our next guest, and we have the one and only Mike Bonadissel, head of Intermodal Solutions here at FreightWaves. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this morning. No problem. Good to see you guys. Good to see you as well. And Mike, what's going to be the topic for this conversation? I know we're talking about um, STB. What are we looking to dive into here? Yeah, so uh, Joanna Marsh published an article that kind of made me laugh at first. She, she said that these um, sort of liberal groups don't like Marty Oberman. They want to replace him uh, as chairman of the Surface Transportation Board. And I'm like, the liberal groups don't like Marty Oberman. Um, it was a surprise to, to, to me. I mean, it seems like he's been, you know, tougher on the railroads than any, um, you know, STB board member that that I've seen, um, you know, chairman or not. Um, so, it, it seems like he's been, um, if you want to call it a friend to the, the, the shipper, I mean, I think he's been tough on the railroads, but but fair. And I, I guess the complaint of some of these um, liberal organizations that um, uh, Thomas just described in his um, you're reading the headlines is that uh, he you know voted to approve the the CP uh, KCS deal, and um, you know some of these groups thought, well, okay, bringing those two companies together is is, is anti-competitive because all mergers, I guess, are supposedly anti-competitive. I mean, I think the the CP, you know, KCS did make a very good um, case that there's nothing anti-competitive about that transaction. I mean, there were no no instances where it went from three railroads to, to two railroad options for a, for a shipper or from two to, to, to one. Uh, in fact, you know, that, that deal makes um, a CP-KCS a, a stronger competitor against the larger railroads, and it extends the, um, the the railway reach for a lot of shippers. So it actually enhances railroad, uh, you know, competition. Um, so an example of that would be some something like a, a grain shipper in uh, in Canada. Now that you have a, a railroad option, you know, with, with one line that can go all the way to, to through, through Mexico. I mean, potentially you could market Canadian grain in Mexico, maybe competing. Um, more effectively with 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 U.S. grain. That's just one example. I mean, I think there's a there's a lot of examples across various, you know, revenue segments. Um, so you're seeing more groups calling on, you know, either you're filing litigation like um, Union Pacific. I think is 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 filing a motion, a you know, lawsuit to contest um, the, the 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 merger in a in a circuit court, saying the STV overstepped their bounds. You're seeing a lawsuit from the Western Chicago suburbs um, concerned about traffic. They're you know similar to years ago with the the CP uh, or the, the Canadian National when they, when they acquired the EJ and E um, deal, which is which was a way to bypass Chicago. Um, you know they you know create a big um, you know stink about that too. That ultimately didn't go anywhere. Uh, concerned about property values, I think, and and and, and congestions. And then you have these three liberal groups I'd never heard of. Um, you know. Uh, Express a concern there too, calling on uh, Biden to remove the, um, the the chairman, you know, who he who, who Biden appointed, um, either do that or not um, renew his terms when he ends in in December. I don't think anything's going to come of those things, um, particularly that um, that removing the, the 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 chairman. I mean, I would like to see him uh, renominated in, in in December because I, I think he's taking the job you know very seriously, and I think it's an unfair complaint that he's not focused enough on. The degree of competition in the railroad um, you know, industry. I think he's very concerned about the degree of of competition in in the railroad industry, um, but but didn't see a reason why the CPKC merger would reduce you know competition. I think if anything, it, it increases competition. 
And looking at maybe the possible causes, I'm kind of curious because you mentioned that Union Pacific was also doing, uh, trying to file lawsuits and slow it down. I mean, with these advocacy organizations, do you think this may be a, an attempt by some of the other rail providers, you know, funnel them a few hundred thousand dollars and pay them to raise some rabble and try and slow down uh, the merger because it may harm their businesses or their margins? Yeah, anything's possible, I guess. Um, but I think the what, what the other railroads are looking for primarily is just some kind of you know mitigation, um, you know measurements, and just continued oversight of some of the issues that they've expressed. So, like one of those issues is, um, you know, at the U.S. Mexico border because uh, Kansas City Southern controls that one portion. I believe it's near Laredo that um, you know they were concerned about some certain potential anti-competitive practices. For instance, if traffic originated in Chicago and was going to Mexico, that they would price the freight that starts out on the, the CP network lower than something that originated on the Union Pacific network because they control that one that one portion and sort of leveraging that to an unfair advantage. But um, you know, those railroads did express those um, those concerns. And I think those things are going to be going to be monitored closely. And Mike, of course, if you're watching this closely and we'll keep up to speed with you on as this develops, but you're also going to be our go-to for all things we're looking at CPG. Are there any big items or any trends coming out? I know it's kind of been a little bit of a moderating market, but are there any top stories that you've been looking into lately? Yeah, I mean, with um, with, with CPG, it seems like the, com- the companies are pretty much firing on all cylinders. I mean, much better than you would have, would have expected. I mean, they're really sort of getting a lot of the margin back that they had uh, had given up during the pandemic because their costs um, their costs are kind of mixed, but that's a lot better than seeing costs rise across the board and their uh, their prices are sticking at a, at a relatively high you know level. So um, really seeing a lot of margin recovery there. We haven't really seen a lot of elasticities there. I mean, to the extent that the consumers are under pressure and pulling back, I think they're doing that um, in sort of big ticket, more discretionary items, not so much in CPG. So those companies are really doing really doing well. Also want to talk about, um, you know, good, good guests that we have this afternoon on People Speaking Rail, uh, which is uh, Chris um, uh, John, who's the CEO of the American Chemistry Council. So that's an organization that represents uh, chemical railroad shippers. And so that represent companies like, you know, DuPonts that really don't have an option to move, um, you know, their products over the surface of the earth other than the railroad. So they are sort of kept up to that mode at least. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see sort of what they're seeing in rail service, what they're hoping from the Surface Transportation Board in the coming uh, in the coming years. Um, you know, now what the Surface Transportation Board could potentially focus on uh, more, you know, shipper issues now that the CP KCS deal, you know, is is behind it. Um, and, and, and that's been approved for all of these, um, you know, lawsuits and, and, and uh, petitions we're seeing. Um, you know, really, it's kind of too late for, for, for that as far as STB is concerned. Closing thoughts here. Recently watched a uh, PBS documentary on the Gilded Age. Can I just buy my own railroad? Would an Elon Musk, because we're dealing with publicly oligopolies and such. I mean, is are we at the point right now where we could just theoretically, if they're having all these problems, I could make my own private railroad? Or would that actually just be, uh, you know, kind of a pipe dream? Well, you could buy a railroad if you have enough money. I mean, Warren Buffett did it. So the, the only op, um, obstacle there is, is, is enough money. Um, in terms of building a railroad, I think it's very b- difficult to build anything right now because any local community would be against it. Um, so I, it's, it's very difficult to lay more track. 
Awesome. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Always great insights from you and be sure to check in with you again throughout the week. Okay. Good to see you guys. Good to see you as well. Right now, we're going to head over to the wall because we have Tony Mulvey with his On the Spot.